It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What should Cowboy fans expect from Connor McGovern entering year four? And is Tyler Biotis' job safe at the center position? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, the Cowboys canceled the rest of their mini camp practice, took off the weekend, taking off the rest of the summer. We decided to take off Thursday and Friday, but we are back ready to talk about the Cowboys. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, it is just afternoon here in Dallas because I have flown into Dallas for two weeks to visit family, and it is 97 degrees outside. And I 100% understand why the Cowboys have canceled their mini camp practices after stepping outside and being reminded what a uh, Texas summer is like. So uh, I'm good, but I am warm. Yes. Uh, all right. So let's uh, let's jump into today's show because we've got a lot to talk about. We're continuing our training camp uh, preview. You know, getting guys guys ready for uh, practices, which start in about a month. Seems yeah. crazy, but we're almost there. But uh, today we're talking about the interior offensive line. And Landon, this is one spot where the Cowboys they've got a lot of depth, but still a lot of uncertainty mm-hmm. outside of just one player. Uh, and let's start with that one player, Zach Martin. Uh, we're going into year near eight, year nine for Zach yeah, Martin, something like that. Four, drafted at 14, so this is year eight, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's kind of crazy that we're already in year eight. But um, I there was some talk on the, the socials that maybe Zach Martin slipped a little bit as the season went on last year, didn't play as well in the playoff game. Uh, do you buy that at all? Or do you think he's still the best guard in football? 
I think he's still the best guard in football. I mean, he, he he may not have played some of his best games near the end of the season, but I mean, I think he was dealing with, you know, season long nicks and bruises. I mean, he missed some time, you know, so I, I think for him, it's, it's, he's still one of the, if not the very best guard in football. Uh, I certainly am not counting out. I'm certainly not, you know, taking a temporary dip in his, uh, in his play as a, the long-term solution. He's still young for an offensive lineman. Uh, and he's still got a lot of good football left in him. Yeah, I mean, we we've got a lot of things to talk about. We don't have to spend much time on Zach Martin. Nope. He's uh he's still a pretty good player, I would have to say. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, yeah, it, he is the one constant on the offensive line. I mean, when he played last year, he was incredible. Uh, really has no weakness. The Cowboys also have the added flexibility of hey, we know if something were to happen at right tackle we can slide him over there if we need him to slide to play left tackle i'm sure he would do it just as fine so don't need to spend a lot of time on zach martin i want to talk about the other guard tyler smith who again we're projecting that he's going to start in week one uh we've talked about him a ton as a prospect where he fits in after the cowboys uh selected him at pick number 24 just want to ask you kind of what we've seen and what we've heard from mini camps and otas how do you think things are going for Tyler Smith so far? Yeah, it's hard to get a good gauge because we've kind of heard uh, – well, I mean, we've heard people talking and kind of clutching their pearls to the fact that he's moved around from tackle to guard a little bit and that he's not necessarily running with the first-team offensive line all the time, which is concerning to some folks. But I think for me, you know, I'm more concerned about how it sounds like he's picking things up and you're getting rave reviews about who he is – uh, as a mental athlete, as a, as a guy who, uh, uh, as a personable person, as someone who's a, a student of the game. So those are all positive uh, developments. You're hearing about how strong he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm wondering if some of that strength showed up so much that, you know, they actually ended up getting fined for being a little bit too physical in some of these practices. So, you know, I think so far so good, but it's also very early on. Uh, it's, and we haven't gotten a lot of information here yet. So, I think I think you know it's it, it's it's nice to have a, a a nice floor, and it sounds like someone like Connor McGovern might provide you know uh, insurance there yes. in case that Tyler Smith doesn't quite pan out the way we hope. But it sounds like so far so good. Yeah, th- there was one quote from Zach Martin that I saw actually this morning where he was talking about um, he just works so hard and he listens and he's coachable, and he said if you as long as you have that, we can work with it. And it was. I mean, it's nice that the offensive linemen already have kind of taken a liking to Tyler Smith. It doesn't mean he's a great player already, but they believe that in time, if he buys into the coaching and listens to what they have to say, that he's going to be okay. Uh, and that, that's honestly, that's that's the biggest takeaway that you can have during OTA's minicamps because without pads, we really have no idea what these guys actually look like. Yeah, we'll have a much better idea, you know, in a month or two when we start seeing these practices and at, at at Oxnard, uh, what kind of player we got in Tyler Smith. All right, uh, let's do uh, let's talk about the other starter or projected starter, Tyler Biotis, the Cowboys center, going into year three. I actually thought he improved a little bit in year two. I, I don't know if he gets that credit, uh, but I did. I I thought he got better. But is it good enough? I, I think that's the better, biggest question around Tyler Biotis. Is he good enough at the center position or are the Cowboys going to look to, to upgrade him this year? I agree with both those points. I think he got a lot better last year, especially as the season went on. Uh, it, it felt like as the latter part of the season started to come around, it started to click a little bit more for him. 
Um, but you're right. I also don't think that he's you know necessarily at a spot where he's um, you know beyond replaceable. You know, if, if they found somebody that could play the position cleaner and, and was a little bit stronger, you know, that's why I think that the, the kind of conversations about uh, someone like Matt Farniak or Connor McGovern has, has kind of come up because you, you feel like maybe some of those one of those two other two guys might provide a little bit more power uh, at the center position. Um, so I think as far as, you know, development as a as a, you know, a, a heady player that's playing the pivot that can be able to recognize what's happening on the defense, is you know, pointing out uh, uh, alignments and, and making sure that the mic is aligned correctly. I think it's, he's, he's, he's improved incredibly uh, along those yep. lines. The question becomes, does he have the kind of athletic and power upside uh, to, you know, fend off from people like Farniak and McGovern who are clearly also going to get uh, a good healthy share of center snaps to kind of compete in that position. Again, he's a really young player. I think he's only 24 years old. I thought he was a much better pass blocker this year. I just wasn't always great, but I thought he was pretty good. And I'm curious to see what he looks like in year three. But maybe the Cowboys are searching for somebody with a little bit more athleticism. Um, maybe somebody who's a little bit better doing some of the zone blocking stuff and somebody who's a little bit natural, more natural of an athlete. So we'll see. He's, well, he's the one player that if he takes a big step in year three, I mean, we could be having a totally different conversation about the Cowboys offensive line in October. It's just, we did see a little bit of progression. It's just, is it going to level off or is he going to keep on going up and up? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, that's the question, right? Is that he's kind of in a spot where either guys kind of are who they are or they keep growing, they keep getting better, you know? So, so I, I would be, it'll be interesting to see exactly where he goes from here. He's in an interesting crossroads in his career at this point. All right, let's, uh, let's continue to talk about some of the offensive line depth the Cowboys have at guard and center. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile will then handcraft a perfect engagement ring with each ring being one of a kind. Make your moments sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Cowboys listeners will get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use promo code LOCKEDON. That is promo code LOCKEDON. Plus, every order is insured and it arrives in a discreet, uh, discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. 
All right, let's talk about the the primary backup for the Dallas Cowboys, who maybe potential starter at the guard position, Connor McGovern. Um, hearing a lot of good things about McGovern in OTAs yeah. and minicamp. Mike McCarthy even talked about uh, him being in the best shape of his life, which means, <laughs> I mean, I should buy a T-shirt that just says best shape of my life. Um, is there any real chance that he wins one of the starting interior offensive line spots this year? <clears throat> well, first of all, I'm in the best shape of my life because my favorite shape is round. Uh, there you go. So, McGovern, like uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, here's the thing. It's like, what a disjointed uh, career path, right? Like, you know, he was a, a guy that the Cowboys were super excited to have drafted. They they had a very high grade on him. He was able to fall to them in the third round. They were jumping up and down when they drafted him. They mm-hmm. really liked his upside. They really liked his ability to, uh, you know, play with power, play with some strength. Uh, and then you know he dealt with some injury stuff early. It, it set him back. We really, I mean, he's one of these guys who, uh, you know, he get he got drafted, and then we didn't actually see him on the field for you know the first year and a half of his career at least. Yep. Uh, and then and then he gets in and, and he and he shows you a little bit something at, at guard, but it isn't quite isn't quite what you're hoping for, you know, in total from a guy that's a third round pick in his second year, right, or third year. And so last year, I mean, <clears throat> and then, and then, you know, and then they, they figure out a way to uh, leverage his, you know, kind of unique athleticism in, in, into kind of a fullback spot, which I thought was really interesting. And, and that gave him more opportunities to get on the field. I think that getting on the field, even as a fullback helped his game, uh, just, just kind of getting used to the speed a little bit, even if it's not doing necessarily what he's always doing as a guard. Um, and I also think that, you know, we saw at different points that, when he had to come in for Zach Martin, especially in that first game against Tampa Bay, um, he looked a lot better on the right side than he did on the left side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I, and I, you know, we've talked about it before that, that, that you know, there's assumption that it's it's easy to just swap sides on an offensive line when it's really, really you know, it can be very difficult. So I, I, I do wonder you know, where he is in his career as far as kind of cross-training different positions because clearly right guard is taken, man. And, you know, that's not going to be a spot that you're going to have a, 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 a shot at, at taking a starter position. But I is with his athleticism and now his experience, uh, they, they're giving him shots at left guard until Tyler Smith kind of takes that job for him. Or they want him to take that job. But I, I do think that Connor should be considered at, at center if he can figure out how to play the position probably because I do think – the athleticism, the power that he brings, those are things that can really be solid traits uh, that can, you know, that he can bring to the center position where it's a situation where he may be kind of an undersized guard at times, but at center would be a really great fit size-wise and athleticism. So they're going to keep trying him there. Uh, but if, if he fails to kind of take any one of those individual spots, the, the, process is, the thought process is, can he be your swing interior guy? Yeah, I just... I don't think he's a left guard. Uh, I'm looking at Pro Football Focus now, and his two lowest graded games of the season yeah. both came when he started at left guard. He had a 46.2 grade and a 45.7 game in the two games uh, against Washington and New Orleans, and then against Tampa and against Philadelphia when he played extended snaps at right guard. He was good, like legitimately a good guard. I don't want to. I mean, he's obviously not Zach Martin, and he's not a Pro Bowl level right guard, but he's just so much more comfortable playing on that right side. So what do you do? What do you do with Connor McGovern when his best spots, right guard, but you're 
backed up behind, or you're playing behind Zach Martin. The best player on the offensive line, yeah. He's it not may be the best player on your team. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's why he's probably destined to be just their swing into your offensive guy now because you know if he play, if he's playing right guard, he's going to do that very well. If he's playing left guard, you can get through a game. But unless something really changed, I just don't see him starting the season for the Cowboys at any of these three spots. I, I Listen, I, I will play devil's advocate here and say that I do think a full offseason of working at playing the other position, playing left guard could – I mean, like he may come out and not look anything at left guard like he did last year. But the point was that he couldn't do that midseason last year, right? So, yes. so the question now becomes, you know, did going into training camp, did he improve his technique? Is he more comfortable playing left-handed than he was last year? Uh, and if so, like obviously, suddenly he becomes a uh, a, a contender at both that left guard and that center spot, uh, which is ultimately all that you're looking for from McGovern at this point. You know, come in, be the swing guy, figure out a way to be able to play all three interior spots. Come in, take your snaps as a, as a fullback once in a while. Uh, I think there is a role for him on this team. And, and I do think that the, 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 the talk we've heard about him improving in the offseason is very encouraging for the Cowboys. They need him. Even if he isn't a starter, they need Connor McGovern to have improved a lot simply because they need the depth pieces inside. Yeah, I, I, I agree. He's he's going to be a big part of their team. He's going to play a lot of snaps this year. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, where at? I don't know. And hopefully for, for, not at right guard. For a, for a guy who, 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 yeah, like we don't know where he's playing. I do think that it's it's interesting that we probably can guarantee that he, no matter where he is, ends up, he's probably going to play a lot of snaps, even if he's a backup. Right. Uh, the other veteran that we need to mention, and it's hard to call this guy a veteran, a second-year player, Matt Farniak, who the Cowboys mm-hmm. drafted in the seventh round, picked 239 last year. We really liked some of the things that we saw in the preseason. He didn't play a ton during the regular season, only 23 snaps. Uh, but we've kind of heard whispers out of Cowboys camp that the Cowboys do really like him. And there's maybe a chance that he pushes Tyler Biotish for the starting job. Um, I know you like Farniak a little bit coming out of Nebraska. What are you expecting from him in year two? Well, I mean, I think, you know, just based on what we saw, the snaps last year, he, he didn't have a ton, but the, the, the snaps he did have, he looked good. Uh, you know, obviously you take that with a heavy amount of salt because he came into a game in which the, it was, you know, very well out of reach for the other team. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was more just about getting Farniak some experience there. But I thought his, the snaps looked good. It, Farniak is a big, athletic, strong guy who, uh, you know, you are – when, when they drafted him, they were betting on his athletic upside. You know, I mean, he's, he's a guy that, that you hope uh, that with that size can can still play center and play inside and give you uh, a big guy who who can play the pivot and just kind of, you know, not similar to uh, uh, to Travis Frederick necessarily because Frederick was, you know, was a he was a thicker guy, but Farniak is like really big. Like I'm pretty sure he's like six four or five plus and and, and like really yeah. Pro Football Focus has him at six six three thirty. Yeah, I mean that's that's large for a center, and you are seeing that a little bit more than you've seen in the past. When we were kind of growing up and younger, uh, especially when I was younger, you know, I think about centers as being these you know, the one guy on the offensive line who could be two eighty. 
you know, who could be barely six foot, you know? I mean, and, we're, and, we're talking about our guy, Mark Stubnowski here, right? I, I'm mostly just talking about Mark Stubnowski, yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but I, I do think that that era of, of them kind of tending more to undersize as opposed to the larger guys, I think you're starting to see more teams uh, take chances on bigger centers uh, and, and, and getting some success. So for the Cowboys, a team that likes to run the football a lot and likes to establish, you know, a, a physical presence up front, uh, you know, they've had problems with kind of a weaker, not just not weaker, but just smaller interior. And when you line up McGovern next to uh, uh, Biotish, you know, or you, you line up Connor Williams next to Biotish, you lacked a little bit of girth there. Right. So I think the idea is not only to move Tyler Smith in there, but potentially upgrade the center spot as well. And now what do you have a more stout up front that's going to help mm-hmm. uh, uh, establish a, a clean pocket for Dak and hopefully help uh, move the ball a little bit when, when running the football. So that's the thought process with trying to get Farniak some snaps. Obviously it's a brass ring that he has to go take. Uh, but I think if all things are equal, Farniak has a level of athleticism and size and power that that Biotis does not have. And, and if he could figure out a way to kind of get on the same level technique-wise, I, I wouldn't at all be surprised if Farniak uh, took some snaps away from Biotis. Yeah, he's somebody I'm really interested to see in camp. Just what his body kind of looks like after uh, the, the, his rookie year. Because we see this every every year. You know, these guys come in, they're getting ready for the draft process, and they're getting ready to, to try to make a team and then, Year two, after they yep. have a full season in the NFL weight room, their bodies just look different, and you'll know right away. And I think there's a there's certainly a spot on this roster for Farniak, considering he can play all three interior offensive line positions, and the Cowboys do like his toughness. We'll see. I I don't think he's going to beat out Tyler Biotish, certainly not by week one. But if Biotish struggles and we get midway through the season, and the Cowboys are looking for potential replacements. Keep an eye on Farniak. I think worst case scenario, he's your probably what seventh or eighth offensive lineman active on game day, and you just kind of see what you know what what happens with him. But I, I do like his long term outlook. Short of like someone like Lindstrom, and we'll talk about these guys in a sec. Lindstrom or MP coming in and really having a strong training camp, I would be pretty surprised if Farniak didn't at least make the team. You know, and, yes. and, and be part of of uh, of the roster this year and, and, and at least with the idea of maybe he can grow into that position and by next year take that spot or you know just become a very valuable backup interior swing guy which you can't have enough of those i agree all right we're going to finish up our offensive line or interior offensive line preview but i want to tell you about our draft night the nba draft night one live nba draft show is not enough for locked on the entire nba channel is going live on nba draft night which is thursday so if you have a favorite nba team like the Lakers, for example, who you still don't have a pick. But uh, make sure you subscribe right now to the Locked On YouTube channel so you get notified when they go live for NBA Draft Night. I also want to tell you guys about Bet Online, where you can bet on some NBA Draft prop bets. Uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. 
Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you, makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. All right, just a couple guys I want to talk about at the bottom of the roster. These guys are just fighting for roster spots, maybe some practice squad spots. Alex Lindstrom, I know a lot of Cowboys fans were excited when they, they, the team signed him. We did a whole show on Lindstrom and James Empey, uh, but just for maybe people that, that missed it. Uh, what kind of player is Alex Lindstrom, and how does he fit into this team this year? Uh, both of these guys are, are, are kind of undersized center types, right? Um, Lindstrom obviously was uh, decorated, very decorated, for, uh, coming out of uh, Boston College, playing next to Zion Johnson, uh, was really someone who caught my eye when I was watching Zion Johnson a lot. Uh, he's the, a guy that, you know, there's there's a little bit more, I think, athleticism with him. Uh, I mean, they're probably similarly athletic in just different ways, but I think Lindstrom is a guy that is going to, if he makes the team, he's going to be make it with your kind of impeccable uh, technique, uh, yep. a guy that has a ton of experience that has a lot of skins in the wall in college. So he's, he's someone that is going to come in uh, and, and, and just play, play it sound very sound and, and provide a, 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 an option of a guy that is going to be uh, very, uh, uh, technically sound to be able to do exactly what you're asking him to do. He's going to know where he needs to be. He's going to know what his footwork is supposed to be. Uh, this is a guy that's you know a, not somebody who's moving around or playing other positions. This is a guy who's played center a ton of different uh, a ton of different snaps throughout college. So he has a lot of experience specifically playing the pivot. Uh, so a guy that comes in uh, and you know I mean you just don't have a lot of undrafted free agents that you feel like have the opportunity to come in uh, and make a push. Uh, I mean, I think he could make a push for a starting spot if he had a really, really, really good training camp. I, 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 I think that's not likely to happen. But I guess th- well, that's- what's tough for him is it's because he doesn't really have position flexibility. It's either yeah. as a starter or as a practice squad guy, right? Because Farnie yeah. is going to be your backup if 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 Biotis is your starter. Farnie is going to be your backup because he can play all three spots. I just don't see the Cowboys carrying a second center only on the roster. Yeah, and that's you know unless he could prove himself to play guard somehow, I, I think you know Lindstrom is basically you know tr- really making a hard push to make the roster or potentially be a practice guy and then make another push in twenty twenty three to kind of make that starting spot. MP I think has a little bit more ability to play guard and center. In fact, I wouldn't even be shocked if he ends up as a guard as opposed to a I, center. If you if you look at that, that's depth kind chart. of the rumors that we've been hearing is that the, he's been working a lot at guard. They just don't have a ton of other guards. You know, Farniak is is a swing guy. McGovern is a swing guy, but he's playing mostly guard. They have a guy named Braylon Jones who's, you know, kind of a, a, a vet that they signed that is not necessarily, you know, he's like a one-year vet. He's basically just a body. He, he was so, the EFA last year out of Houston. Yep. 
And so I, I just imagine that they're going to look at Impy more as kind of a guard swing guy as well, just because they need more bodies there. Uh, and yeah, I, I think he has uh, a little bit, his path may be a little bit different because he has position flex. Maybe that gives him a little bit more opportunity to make the team right away. But I do think that Lindstrom is the guy that has the more likely chance to end up playing significant snaps as a starter at some point. In yes. Career. I, I agree. I think Lindstrom's the guy to keep an eye on here after Biotish and Farniak. He just has the best pedigree. He's the better athlete of all these guys. Um, and I think he just projects the best at center. Wouldn't be surprised though. I mean, wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys are able to stash all three of these guys on their mm-hmm. practice squad, or they pull one of these guys up just for, you know, roster manipulation or whatever. But that's a pretty deep group. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of teams have a third round pick like in Connor McGovern sitting sitting on their bench who's got snaps, and somebody like Matt Farniak who you're developing, and then two guys like MP and Lindstrom. I, there's still a lot of question marks, you know, left guard and center, but man, I like the depth here. Here's the thing about question marks, right? Is that like the best thing that you can have for a question mark is an answer. If you have an answer, that's great. If, 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 if Hey, who's playing right guard? Zach Martin. Great answer. That's yep. awesome. If you don't have that, the next best thing you can do is have a lot of potential answers. And yes. I think that's what the Cowboys have is that they have uh, f- three or four guys that you feel like, okay, if one of these guys, you know, hopefully it's our first round pick is going to be the left guard. But if, if one of these other guys can kind of develop in a way that they take a jump and kind of grab that brass ring at either center or left guard, it, it, it's it's going to be a situation that rises the entire offensive line because it's a weakest link situation with offensive line. You, and you, you, and you, so the other good thing is you know the floor here, right? Like yeah. Yadish is a two-year starter. I, I, I don't anticipate him playing – significantly worse than what we've seen him, you know, last year, yeah. right? You yeah. kind of know what he is. Yeah. You have Connor McGovern who has played snaps at left guard. If Tyler Smith is an absolute bust and cannot play, at least you have somebody with a couple years of NFL experience that knows the system, but you're hoping for a lot more and there's a potential for a lot more here as well. You've, you've, you've got answers. You just don't know how good the answers are yet. Uh, but, but the good news is, is that you have answers that could, you know, you have a pretty safe floor And then you've got a way to look at what you've got and say, okay, I can squint a little bit. Tyler Smith, let's say, let's let's just be optimistic. Tyler Smith plays great and he's strong and and, and I'll hide a lot of his issues inside. Fantastic. You know, uh, 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 Biotish takes a step from last year and and he plays at a better than average, you know, Mm -hmm. not quite Pro Bowl level, right? Suddenly your offensive line looks really, really good. You know, you, you, you can figure, we'll talk about the tackles and all that situation, but like, you know, I think that you look at all that and you look at the, the group overall uh, and it's, it's, it's easy to kind of look at last year and be, uh, you know, nervous. And it's easy to kind of look at the situation, not know exactly what you have at Tyler Smith and be like, okay, we still don't know what we have. But I think the, the point is that they have, they have the answers to the questions in house. We just don't know. We haven't seen exactly the, the questions being answered, yeah, right? I guess that's what I said. Exactly. Um, I'm really curious to see how this this unit plays out, or you know, practices during training camp. I think we'll get a pretty good feel of where they're at by the time the games start to roll around. But yeah, for sure. This is this is a really important group for the Cowboys' success this year. If Tyler Smith takes off, Connor McGovern really, you know, finally breaks out in year four, Cowboys could be right back to having an elite offensive line that kind of carries them to the playoffs and beyond. 
Uh, so keep an eye on especially the left guard and the center spot in 2022. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Now make the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft Show your second listen. Uh, They've got 50 NBA insiders uh, getting ready for the NBA Draft. Uh, They've got Locked On NBA Draft Board that's out. Five-episode show already underway. Uh, Make sure you guys go check it out and make it your second listen of the day. We will be back tomorrow to answer some of your Twitter questions, so make sure you guys send those in to us. You can download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. See you guys next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.